Hey, it's Sean Fennessy, one of the hosts of the Prestige TV podcast. HBO's Barry is back for a fourth and final season. And that means I'll be back recapping the show with co-creator and star Bill Hader to dive deep on the themes, scenes, and major moments in the series. Bill will provide insight into how every episode was made and why it's ending. New Prestige TV Barry recaps will go live every Sunday night when the episode ends. So make sure you're subscribed to the Prestige TV podcast wherever you get your podcasts. This episode is brought to you by Pure Leaf Ice Tea. Go beyond reality with new Pure Leaf Blackberry Iced Tea and discover a berry delicious world bursting with unexpected blackberry flavor. A world so full of refreshing blackberry iced tea that you may never want to leave. But there's always time to linger. Try new Pure Leaf Blackberry Iced Tea. Visit amazon.com slash pureleaf and enter 20 Pure Leaf for 20% off your purchase of new Pure Leaf Blackberry Iced Tea. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped. Streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. gentlemen welcome back to the death taxes and bananas podcast now over the years and over the seasons um we've seen a lot of different strategies play out some have worked i.e the vets coming in banding together getting rid of the rookies and sacrificial lambs some haven't worked like Wes Bergman coming into the house putting all the rookies together and having this alliance he promises everybody the world And before you know it, the jig is up and he basically exposes himself and gets sent home. This season, however, we've seen the continuation of another new strategy or trend that has been on the challenge the last few seasons. And no, I am not talking about CBS players coming in and going against the grain. I'm talking about the Preggers strategy. Over the last few seasons, it seems to be the strategy. Now it just seems to be happening all the time on the challenge. And that brings me to what I was going to say next. Wait, hold on real quick. (laughs) If you can't beat them, if you can't beat them, join them. So I'd like to welcome my next guest. No, it is not my baby. It is Amber B. with baby. Welcome back to the Death Taxes and Bananas (laughs) podcast. I am dying. I was trying so hard not to laugh. Thank you all for having me. Thank you so much. It's so good seeing you and your your baby. Um, yeah. Whose is it? Um, I'm not quite sure. I, I mean, it's it's mine. <laughs> I think this is uh this is this is ba- this is Bananas Junior. All right. Okay. Hey, Bananas Junior. He wanted to come on, and we just wanted to <laughs> let you know that. You know, hey, at this point, I'll try any strategy to try and make it further in the game that I have recently. And if it's uh, if it's the, it's the if it's the baby strategy, then I'm all here for it. 
<laughs> I want to know about the strategy. How's it, how's it work in the game? I'm not exactly sure. We haven't figured it out yet. <laughs> I think it's kind of like, uh, you know, you get an opportunity to, yeah, I don't know. You tell me, you tell me, Amber, how does, how does this strategy work? And is it a strategy? It hasn't worked. <laughs> so if anything, I mean, I'm about to be spending a lot of money for the rest of my life. <laughs> so I should have, I wish I would have won this season. So I've had mine already. How far along are you? So I have about eight more weeks to go. Wow. Pretty far along. Yeah. And how's it going? Are we, uh, I mean, what are like, cause I have, so just for listeners out there and for you to know, I, while I, this actually isn't a real baby. I don't know if you can tell this is a cabbage patch. Um, <laughs> And I don't think that this uh, little ergo carrier is meant for someone of my size. I think it's made for a kid because it barely fits. But I have two sisters. And between them, I have almost 11 nieces and nephews. So my sister, my one sister is about to have her ninth. So I've, you know, had my fair share of babies in the past. But for you, this having your first, what have kind of some of the ups and downs been like? How have you been just, you know, dealing with the, the day-to-day of uh, almost being a mom here. You know, I've I've enjoyed it so far. Like now I'm enjoying it. Um on the show, I absolutely hated getting up every single day. I was like, I have to be sick. I have to have what everyone else has in this house. Like I am so sick. Um and I hated it. I was like, yo, and then I get when I get home, I go to a doctor, I you know, finally get an ultrasound, find out how far I am and I'm like there is no way. Um, I was on birth control. Like, you know what I mean? I'm like, this, <laughs> this came out of nowhere. <laughs> so somewhere along the line, like, but I remember, you know, somewhere something happened. So, but no, um, somewhere something happened. Something happened. I can take a wild no. guess as to what that was. This is a children's <laughs> show. We can't talk about that on here, Amber. <laughs> okay. Okay. I'm so sorry. But no, I'm, I'm enjoying the last, the home stretch. Um, I am hating having to pee every second. I hate uh, sleeping because I don't sleep other than that. And, and I feel like I'm every breath I take is going to be my last breath. Like I cannot breathe right now. Like walking is miserable. Like, Oh my God. So you, but you I'm pee, enjoying you, it. Hold on. I pee all the time. I can't sleep. Everything's <laughs> miserable, but I'm enjoying it. It's great. <laughs> I am. I'm enjoying it. I mean, I've heard more, I've heard like horror stories about being pregnant. So I'm like, okay, like this isn't compared to what some people I know have been through. So I can't really complain. Um, why, what do you do with baby bananas? Oh. Oh, okay, just sit well, him right, right there. Like, or sit him beside you. All right. He'll just, he'll, he'll chill. We'll have to, he'll, we'll have, to have, we have to have play dates. He'll there be like go. right here. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Johnny, just leave him. Hold <laughs> oh, oh, uh, on top of a hot light. All right, you good? All right. Oh, yeah, All we right. don't need any fire started. Uh, yeah. No, but yeah. I'm enjoying it. You want to compare bellies? I mean, uh, I don't think you, yeah, let's see. Who, who's going first here? Because uh, I'm first. not going to lie. Once you see this thing, you might actually think that I'm eight weeks from having a child. <laughs> okay, ready? I'll go first. All right, go. Whoa! Look at it. Okay. Damn. You Amber, know, I'm popping. I would not. <laughs> they say the camera adds, uh, you know, 10 pounds, but I don't, I don't believe that. Cause you still look, uh, up. you can't tell oh, until you stand you. up, but hold on. I you appreciate ready? It. My yeah, turn. Let me see. <laughs> turn a little this way. Let me see. 
bananas. It's it's about to be baby number two. I know, and I was on birth control. Baby number two. I I don't know how it happened. You're just as your guess is just as good as mine, man. Damn. Oh my god, my I'm hurting right now. <sighs> so, did you really was this something that you found out this season? Because again, another first we've never seen this before. Mm-hmm. We've seen the pregnancy announcement, but I don't think we've ever seen pregnancy tests revealed in an interview. <laughs> And I don't think Troy knew what to do. When you brought those out, when you whipped those out, you're like, Troy, not only did I take one, but I took two. He's sitting there like, oh, fuck, man. How do I? <laughs> Congratulations. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So I I walked off. I, you know, as you guys all know, I like I yeah. left um, and I thought I was just really sick. I was like, I need to listen to my body. I mean, I've been in the challenge this yeah. seat last season we did on 38 together, like I was sick for a while and I pushed through, you know, like I can push through things and compete, like whatever. Um, but I was like, there's something wrong with me. I'm not getting better. Um, and I, I remember in the beginning when you came in sick, I was like, I wonder if Johnny just, if got it's everyone just something, sick. yeah, got everyone I was sick. patient. I was patient zero. <laughs> I will absolutely take full credit for that. Yes, that was me. Yeah. So I was thinking, I just had in my mind, I was like, I have what everyone has and everyone else might be strong enough to push through, but there's, I, my body is telling me to exit the game. So I remember leaving and I was in the hotel room and I was, I just wanted to be sure that I was okay to travel. Cause I, last thing I wanted was to find out that I have something that I can get on the plane, get other people sick. I didn't want to travel like that. Plus, I didn't want to be miserable traveling. So I asked to speak to a doctor and I was like, can I, can I talk to a doctor? And they were like, yeah. And I was like, also like, I just, I wanted to double check everything. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, Cause yeah. I mean, I don't want to, I don't want to do too TMI, but I, you know, I remembered having a period like before uh-huh. I came in like a few weeks, but I was just like, but then the doctor was like, was it really a, you, sometimes it's not really a period. I'm like, oh, so that might happen too. So, um, but it's, they, a fan, they... it's a phantom period, <laughs> right? So, but <laughs> I, think, I believe that's but, the te- I, I believe that's the medical uh, terminology for it. I'm no doc- for it. I'm not a doctor, but I'm pretty sure it's called a phantom is, period. You, you, I think you know a lot, so you might be right. I'm, um, I'm made that up. <laughs> this baby, I don't this, even know. This baby, I don't even know what real. you're talking about. Just, you know. <laughs> I know. But anyway, um, the doctor came in, um, it was just me and her and she went into the bathroom. I had to pee in a cup. She went in the bathroom with Tess, took it, went, came back out and grabbed another one. I'm like, okay, I don't know how confident I feel about that. Cause I was sitting in the room and she was in there for a few minutes and she came out with both pregnancy tests. And she was like, she showed them to me and I was just like, crying. I just started yeah. crying. I didn't know how to react because I didn't have my phone. I couldn't talk to anybody. It was just me and this random woman that I've just met sitting in the hotel room. And I'm like, just finding out after I left the show, like two days later that I'm pregnant. So, and then I was like, how far am I? I was like, you know, this, in my mind, I was just like, I was so full of joy. I was like, either way, like, okay, this is amazing. I'm, I have an amazing person that I'm going to share this experience with. Um, I love him. He loves me. Yeah. We've talked about this, you know, having kids and stuff. So I was just, I was just so happy that I listened to my body because I didn't, I, I, but at the same time, I, it was like bittersweet because I did not want to leave the game. 
it was, this was a season I was actually enjoying. Like I went in, I felt like I had friends. I was enjoying myself. Um, I felt like people understood me. It was just very, you know, welcoming. Um, the so mean girls, was, the mean girls weren't there this season. There were no mean girls this season. No, you had a different, you had an entirely <laughs> different demeanor this season. And I think maybe mm -hmm. that could be part of, you know, your, your experience on ride or dies. Again, I think coming out of that experience for better or for worse, I think, you know, sometimes, you know, life throws and on the challenge, life throws adversity at us and we either rise up to the moment and change or we kind of continue doing the same thing. And I felt like, you know, after, and, and I think the reunion show, I think that was a very cathartic experience for you as well. Mm -hmm. finding out about your diagnosis. Like, I just felt like you came in to this season and I saw a noticeable change, even though I've only done one season with you, where you came in and you just had a different demeanor and you really seemed like you were there to play. And that was most noticeable when it came to your voting. And there was a few <laughs> times when like your votes, like you literally like were just like, didn't give a fuck. And I saw it in your eyes. I'm just like, holy shit, who, who is this? Amber? I know who is, I didn't even know who it was. I was like, who is this? Like, I just, I went in and I like, came to play and I, I wanted to have, and I think it, part of it did have to do with like, even finding out my diagnosis. Um, it just in a way where I felt like every season I've, I've done, it felt like there was always something wrong with me. Other, like, I, I was just like trying to fill and read what everyone else was reading about myself. And I'm like, what is it? And then getting my diagnosis going in confident and being yeah. like, there's nothing wrong with me. This is me. I, you know, it, and me not questioning myself in the game and me being okay with that, this person made me feel way more confident playing the game. So I think that had parts, you know, a lot to do with it. Cause I felt more free and I finally felt, felt understood, even though a lot of people on that season didn't know about my diagnosis. Cause I didn't come out and about it until afterwards, of course, but no, um, it was, it was a seat. I did not want to leave. Like walking away was so hard, but I also didn't, I was so sick. Like if I didn't have the opportunity to, for Troy to have a partner, I would have just pushed through. I would have just, you know, tried. So I felt like it was like with a baby. Oh yeah. Like I would, I mean, oh, Melissa, no, a few seasons ago, know. total madness. Melissa ran half of a final yeah. with a baby. She didn't know until halfway through the final, she pushed through and literally didn't find out until she was like, same thing. I'm not feeling myself. I feel ill. I feel unwell. She did yeah. a really intense physical elimination where they were like tackling each other in this KY jelly wrestling mm -hmm. situation. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I mean, it's cool because now your baby is going to be able to be like, hey, I was on the challenge. Right. <laughs> exactly. Um, but no, I, in my mind, I, I thought that I was like, there's no way because I'm attached to this person or they're my priority and if this is their game as well, as well, I'll push through. But I was sitting there and I was debating. I was literally in my head. Do I want to walk away or, or do I want to just push through and stay in the game? I'm like, this is my Casey. If anything, as a great partner, I can just attach her and Troy together, you know, have them, her and Troy come together, hopefully play a great game, make it to the end. Um, and that's, all I could do. I was like, if instead of you leaving, here's a partner <laughs> and let me leave the game because I am feeling so unwell. And I, what I do love is I love Troy so much because I would talk to him about how unwell I was feeling the past couple weeks. And he was like, if you can only give me 50% or 40%, that's all you can give. You're just, you know, he was always so positive and just very caring and just, just 
like he, he, he was just such a great partner to have, I guess, steering everything I was going through. So, and not just what you were going through, obviously, because that is, is the, the, the bigger story and that overshadows everything else. But what you guys were going through as a pair as well, yeah. you guys were in a very kind of weird situation where, and I think you were the, one of the only teams that it seems like all the other countries were kind of riding for their country first. Mm-hmm. It, for the most part. I mean, there's obviously <laughs> a, a clear divide in Team USA, but at least for you guys, <laughs> it seemed like you were in a similar situation as we kind of were on Team USA, where it's like Emily and Grant were p- taking Team Australia in one direction, and then they kind of just left, you know, Kiki and Troy, the other half, and then obviously you paired up with Troy and Darrell paired up with Kiki, kind of just to fend for themselves. Mm-hmm. And Emily and Grant wanted to be able to play their game, have their alliance, which didn't include Troy, you, Kiki, and Darrell, but then still have you guys in lockstep and vote with them. Is right. that, was that is that kind of the, the read you guys had as well? Yeah, that's exactly what we had. And you know, I was I I was listening to Kiki because she she knew Grant and Emily way before you know I did come into the game and. I, I was trying to get a read on them. Even early on in the game, I'm like, I'm noticing things like there was conversations that were had that I wasn't a part of. Or I heard, like I said, Casey and uh, Ben came up to me and told me that Emily and I think Sarah were trying to get me thrown into or nominated, me and Troy uh, nominated because uh, if it wasn't, if if not, it's going to be them. And when Emily, when Emily was like, we would have never voted for an Aussie, but that doesn't mean you don't have the numbers for others to vote for us, you know? It's a proxy so, vote. Yeah, exactly. So in my mind, I'm just like, I had to do what was best for my game, my partner. I know Troy was kind of like, you know, these are his, the Aussies are who he he's trying to play with. But at the same time, I'm like, I'll take control. You don't have to say anything, but I'm not about to let someone else play my game, you know? But going in, I'm learning each season. I think I'm just learning to just just to kind of just be more cutthroat. <laughs> yeah. You, well, you learn well. You, that was uh, seems like you you you, imp- you implemented that strategy uh, yeah. you know, perfectly this I, season. I mean, I'm sorry to you too. Oh, we'll get into that. Oh, don't you worry. Um, so, going back to the vote that 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 you were that mm-hmm. you were just saying, because I wanted to obviously get into that. You had because um, it's funny that was the episode that Wes was in the bottom. That was the uh, excavator swing around, throw rings into the situation challenge. And right before voting, we didn't know how we were going to be able to, um, because Team USA and the Aussies, I feel like we both had the same idea, which was throw in a strong team. We wanted to throw in either um, Grant and John A or Emily and Yes. Uh, but then the other part of our alliance or Team USA, Danny and Sarah, wanted to throw in, you know, Jordan and Kaz, which which wasn't going to happen. But obviously we needed the votes to make that happen. So Ben approached me and said, hey, I just heard, you know, uh, uh, Emily and Sarah basically saying that they're going to throw in or they're going to make a push to throw in Amber and Troy. Should I tell them? And I'm like, Absolutely. I'm going to yeah. see where this goes. Oh, and, you, you told him to tell yes, us? Yes, yeah. And when he did, I wasn't sure which way it was going to go. And it did. were you aware that that conversation had been had or hearing it from Ben that time? Was that the first time you kind of were, were made privy to that? 
hearing it from Ben was the first time that I heard okay. when Ben and Casey came to me, I heard it. And I was like, the only way that even if people were going to vote for Troy and I, the only way I can get people to change their minds is to vote first or to, to, to just speak up, to kind of just take control and just to vote first. Cause I'm like, if it's not, if it's not, you know, her, then it's me. Like, you know, if it's not Emily and yes, then it's me and Troy. And that's not, that's not what I want. So, um, just by hearing that I was like, let me just go in and I'll just speak first. And hopefully even if people were thinking about saying my name, that'll just change votes. Um, I didn't know, but I I literally found out, I promise you probably like 10 minutes before we were going to walk into nominations. Like, and momentum is a hell of a thing when it comes to voting, because that's what a lot of people do is they don't want to once votes start falling a certain direction, mm-hmm. people see a sinking ship. They're just going to keep yeah. they're just going to keep piling on. Right. Exactly. Yeah. But unfortunately, it came to a stalemate, which was super <laughs> annoying. And uh, I mean, listen, I think just the way that that elimination was set up, the fact that Wes and Zara were in it and unbeknownst to me, Zara just has issues when it comes to numbers and being able to. So she was going to have to be the holder, right? Mm -hmm. She was the one that was going to have to hold those polls up. And I mean, you know, I don't really think that there was anyone in the house if they got voted to go in against them was going to lose that elimination the way it was set up. And especially, I mean, once, once Casey and Ben went down, Casey's grip strength is like on a whole nother level as, as we've seen in the past. So, I mean, that mm-hmm. was just kind of a foregone conclusion. Oh, so this is, this is the the elimination when Wes and yeah. Zara went in. Oh, well, okay, that's when you. that, that's when, isn't that, wasn't that the nomination that you guys kind of switched? And that was the first time that you guys kind of turned on, on the Aussies and voted for them. So the first, no. So the first time we voted for the Aussies, Emily came to us wanting us to vote for her thinking that, they would be safe. Okay. And so the second time was me finding out Ben and Casey came to me. So the first time they had a, they had a plan. That was a plan. plan. Yeah. 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 But I'm saying this was the first time that you guys voted for them without them knowing, without them being aware, without this being part of the plan. Yeah. 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 Um, How'd that go over? I mean, that, that must've been a fun conversation afterwards. How did Troy feel about that? Cause I feel like Troy, I feel like Troy, like you said, he's such a good guy and I feel like he is so loyal that he almost put his loyalty to country over his game. His game. When it's like, dude, yes, obviously you want to be loyal to your country, but it's like they're, your countrymen aren't being loyal to you. They're basically using you as as a pawn. And right. they're using the idea of being on, on the team and, and your country as a way to get you to make to do things and to vote in ways that are going to benefit their game and not necessarily yours. Mm-hmm. No, I remember um, him trying to talk to to her and she was like, I don't want to talk to you. So yeah. it was kind of like radio silence for like a few days. Like it was just and then we are by the next challenge. We kind of like, you know, having yes, you know, how yes, is just so positive and Darrell like they, all the time. They they both they both were like, hey, we, we're a team. We have to kind of stick together. We can't be crumbling like so they were they were had a conversation with us. They're like, let's just start over. Um but yes, didn't believe that Emily was trying to, to do that. I, I still don't know. I like, I don't see I, if there was a conversation that was had or whatnot, but yes, was like, that can't be, she did not like there, there's no way I'm like, I'm hearing this from a reliable source that I believe wouldn't lie to me in this situation. 
Um, that's why I cannot wait to watch this episode because I was like, I really want to know if Ben and Casey were like just making something up or if this really happened because I was so unsure until I watched the episode. I will say it did seem like a lot of the conversations that were being had with the glo- you know the global MVP Americans, the Sarahs and, and, and Danny's and the Aussies. I don't think yes was, re- I think he's right. I don't not really necessarily know if he was privy to any of those conversations. It yeah. kind of almost seemed like, cause yeah, you're right. Yes is the type of person where he just wants to play such an honest game with so much integrity, which is impossible to do. So it's almost like he kind of just let Emily, uh, Emily like handle the politics. You make whatever deals and I will just have, uh, you know, I, I'll, I'll just be able to, 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 to sit back and have plausible deniability and just be like, I didn't know that was going on. Right. Yeah. This episode is brought to you by Pure Leaf Iced Tea. Go beyond reality with new Pure Leaf Blackberry Iced Tea and discover a berry delicious world bursting with unexpected blackberry flavor. A world so full of refreshing blackberry iced tea that you may never want to leave. But there's always time to linger. Try new Pure Leaf Blackberry Iced Tea. Visit amazon.com slash pureleaf and enter 20 Pure Leaf for 20% off your purchase of new Pure Leaf Blackberry Iced Tea. This episode is brought to you by State Farm. You might say all kinds of stuff when things go wrong, but these are the words you really need to remember. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. They've got options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to choose the coverage you need, have coverage options to protect the things you value most, file a claim right on the State Farm mobile app, and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Coming into this next episode, so, all right, I like to think that I'm somebody that has a pretty good read on the game and, you know, see where the tea tea leaves are falling. The prior episode, when uh, Jordan and Kaz lose, and they're in the bottom, we get back to the house. This is the first time, because now Grant and and Johnny are gone, so it almost seemed like for the first time, Team USA was we were like kind of coming together. It seemed like we were all going to like, I don't know, maybe vote the same way for once. We couldn't vote for Jordan and Kaz, which is, I know what Danny and Sarah would have proposed because they were already in the bottom. Mm -hmm. Grant and Emily were gone. I'm sorry. Grant and John A were gone. Yes. And Emily were in the top. So vote wise, it just seemed like there was only a few options on the table. And just so you know, in that conversation was wasn't shown when your guys's name was brought up and proposed, that was completely taken off the table. All right. Mm-hmm. So it seemed like when we left the conversation, it seemed like everyone was on the same page. It was going to be Darrell and Kiki, Ben Ha and Jody. How that ended up, I don't know, completely changing and the votes ended up somehow then falling on Justine and I, I yeah. would like I mean, it's for you to fill in the blanks there because I was completely, it didn't, I didn't show it because in the moment I will never allow the cameras to get my surprised reaction. <laughs> I hate that. I'm like, you ain't getting that from me no matter what. Okay. Right. <laughs> you could, we could be in a vote. They could come out and be like, bananas, you're pregnant. And I'm still just going to sit there stone face. Like <laughs> don't show emotion. But to your knowledge and because obviously, and I know you, you and Troy were part of that vote, but mm-hmm. 
What was like the, 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 the strategy behind that? Who proposed the idea? How did that come together? Because it came together, it seemed like really quickly. From the time yeah, we got yeah. back to the house to the time we went into uh, nomination. So, well, I didn't really know for me, I didn't know much until last minute. And I, it was basically me and we were basically like, who are we talking game with and who's, who's not speaking to us? And like, I remember this whole season, you, you really, we haven't really, we didn't talk game. We barely, you know, if anything, it would just be like fun chat, like, Hey, you know, how's Mariah? Like, how's Chauncey? Like, you know, <laughs> we would talk, you know, just like about home and, and family and like other things, but it was just like, okay, well, this is, this is the only way I can go at this point. Cause it's at the point in the game where it's getting harder. Um, and I just knew, I just knew at that, that, that time, like I thought Tori was on my side and Casey, so I couldn't vote that way. And then I couldn't vote for any of the Aussies because we were trying to stay together. Couldn't do Jordan and, and Kaz at the uh, time because they were at the bottom. So in my mind, I'm like, dang. And then I'm hearing like all these other things. It was so hard for me to say your name. Just it should have been. Because like, guess no. what, Amber? Your name has never come out of my mouth. <laughs> yeah, but I'm, I'm sure that you would not mind saying it. Like if you had to, Hey, you can't, you, 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 that's, that would be a total hypothetical situation. When we cross that bridge, <laughs> we will, but okay, okay. Let me ask you this. Who, who like the episode obviously shows Kellyanne being the ringleader. Was that mm -hmm. kind of, what, what was that? Was that pretty accurate? She was the one yeah, that kind of like yeah. this whole plan. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think Kellyanne kind of took control of, of that. And I was just like, I'm, I'll roll with it, which I, I understand too. Cause She's had her name said every week. And I feel like coming in, like I, you know, she was one of the the first women to come to me and want to work together and made me feel good. Uh, you know, cause I don't usually have people like that. And be like, Hey, like, let's, let's work together. Um, especially women in the game. So I'm like, I, I appreciated her so much and her opinion mattered in the game. Um, and I also hated seeing her at the bottom. And so I, I was down for whatever because she was someone I was working with um, and I supported her decision. So um, definitely Kellyanne took full control over that. I feel like I've channeled some of my Kellyanne. I feel like I've, she's rubbed off on me a little bit this season. I'm like, she, she is so spicy and I love it. She is spicy, man. <laughs> she really is. Yeah. So, okay. Obviously, then the votes go the way that we know. I was... Mm -hmm even though I, I didn't show it. I was quite shocked by the way that that went down, but I wasn't, I, I was shocked, but I wasn't surprised. Um, I knew mm -hmm. that was going to happen eventually, but it was totally out of the blue. Um, yeah. The elimination itself. And I had Jordan on uh, prior previously to talk about this. And you were there last season on ride or dies when it comes to, there's this, the age old debate about the peanut gallery helping or not helping different mm -hmm. people in elimination. And this was one of those eliminations where the help that Jordan and Kaz got and the help that we did not get really affected the outcome of the way that elimination went down. So I know Troy was kind of aware of the mistake that Justine and I had made with that fucking barrel with the frown instead of the smile, which to this day, I'm yeah. just like, if I look <laughs> at the flag again, I'm like, I don't know, is it frowning or smiling or whatever? Um, <laughs> But did it seem like that was kind of common knowledge throughout the rest? Because I know Tori knew about it. Tori knew about it. So Danny must have known about it. Theo knew about it, which means Sarah must have. So it almost seemed like all these people that were gunning to get Jordan out, when it came down to it, it was almost like, oh, maybe we should leave Jordan and get bananas out instead. Was that, did that kind of 
Was that, I mean, you guys had to because you said my name, but then there was other teams that seemed like they were almost wanting Jordan to come back more so than Justine and I. Yeah, honestly, it was easier for us, like, if you were gone because we did say your name, but on a, it, I was cool with either one of y'all going. Not going to lie. Like, because I was, I was so fine with it. I'm like, these are both champs. Like, they're beasts. Like, they're amazing at everything they do. They're so great at the game. Like, so it was kind of a win-win. Like, whoever went home went home. I wasn't rooting for one or the other. I was, you know, cool. I can sit up here and cheer for both because this is a great elimination. This is, I came here to, this is what I want to see. I wish it was something a little more, you know, like headbanger or something. Oh yeah. That's right. Yeah. That's what I mean. We just did that yeah. last season. Jordan and I did balls in last season. So I'm, I'm good with the headbangers. I could just throw some barrels in a rack, dude. Like I'll, I'll take that. No, but like it was, it was for me, it was, it was fine either way. If I wanted to get to a final and possibly have some chance at winning um because not just that you had great partners too kaz i felt like her and jordan worked well together justine seemed to doubt herself sometimes but always delivered and did so great with you You guys were great partners no she so was great it was yeah, a win-win right. win. like yeah. whoever went home it was like for us it was like of course like anyone could say it's nothing personal but in the moment i was just like i like i I do not care. Like, I'm just trying to make it to the end. And that's all that mattered. So do you think that there is going to be the same visceral fan reaction to the other players, the peanut gallery helping as there was last season? I mean, we we had a whole there, there was a whole yeah. Twitter outburst about it. We talked about it at the reunion. Do you think there's going to be the same fan reaction to you guys helping or not helping as there was last season? No, you don't think so? Why, no. why not? That's weird. No, because it's you. <laughs> exactly. That's what I always say. Because it's you. I don't think so. Like, that's my honest opinion. I don't think, I think it's just going to be, God. no one's going to say anything. Like, and it's, uh, it is kind of sad, but, but because it's you, I don't think that people are really going to give any reaction to it. And what's funny is I told Jordan this because, because Jordan had the same, me and him, I think, are in, in a similar position where either when either one of us is in an elimination, generally there's nobody cheering for us, help like helping us. I actually take that in a way as as a compliment. a compliment. I'll actually start worrying when people do start cheering for me and helping me. Because I'll be like, now I, they don't perceive me as a threat anymore if they are cheering for me. Like the second mm -hmm. I start getting people cheering for me, I'm going to be very concerned. Um, <laughs> but I told Jordan, I was like, I guess this was the ultimate test of who people want gone more because you don't you people usually don't help you or cheer for you people don't meet but they did this time for you so i guess that means that i am the ultimate i don't know villain if you would or thorn in everyone's side which honestly i for me i i don't know it's kind of like jordan is too though like you know what i mean so i like, get it hey man he's a way for he's everyone crazy listening at everything past <laughs> present and future challengers Jordan is a way bigger threat than me. Okay. So help me next time. Don't help me. Yeah. Him. I mean, do they not see like, I mean, come on, bananas. I mean, it's, it's obvious. I guess yeah. it's obvious, but you know, I did, it was hard for me. It was definitely hard for me voting for you because like, I felt like we just like, even though we weren't speaking, we didn't talk game. Like you've always been so nice to me. Like you've just been such a genuine and kind person in the game. Like someone that I just feel good around. And so I was like, it was so hard to say your name, but it was at that point of the game, like where I had to, 
You couldn't have taken the pregnancy test one week earlier and then <laughs> So you could have stayed. Yeah, then Ben would have went home sick. I would have been paired up with Casey. Like it would have all worked out perfectly. Uh, I cared about my partner so much. I, I just know. wanted to push through for him. Like I couldn't thing, believe like, it. Justine and I leave. We end up in the same hotel. We were literally across for those people who don't know. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Amber and I end up across the hall from each other, right? And Justine and I just left. And you're like, dude, the whole house is sick. Everyone's in bed. They're canceling challenges. Ben's in the hospital. I'm like, <laughs> wait, what? The yeah. fuck? What happened? You guys all waited. It was always like, okay, guys, let's just survive until bananas. Until bananas as soon leaves. as I leave, he's like, okay, now we can all, we can all quit and die. <laughs> It was like that. Right after you left, we just had this whole like break of like, let's just relax and chill for a little bit, get better. Bananas is gone. It was it was weird, but yeah, it's like the dog that like has a has his uh, owner that like goes out to sea for like ten years. The dog just sits on the porch, just alive. And as soon as he gets back, the dog dies. It's like just wait for you to get back. Oh my god! But no, I feel like a, a lot of people are like. Even Troy was thinking about leave. I mean, not Troy. Uh, Tristan was thinking about yeah. leaving that morning. Yeah. Um, so either way, I was just like, if Tristan left, I still would have hopefully somebody I could leave with Tristan. And I, like in my mind, before I left for the gate or the challenge, I was like, I'm. There's like a ninety percent chance I'm going to tell TJ I'm going home. And these are my options. Oh, and I'm only doing it if Ben isn't coming back. Or Tristan leaves because there's no way that I'm going to leave a partner like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. To make someone leave the game with me, I would, I could not live with that, especially if, if they have an, an opportunity to stay in the game. But yeah. Well, the way you guys felt ill wise, well, not you because you were pregnant, but that's how I felt coming into the game. And I mm -hmm. can say it now, I'm pretty sure, and I mentioned before, I'm pretty sure I was patient zero. Whatever I came in with, mm. Everybody else got everyone it's like was a sick. hazard everywhere. No, but the thing is, I was actually sick though. On top of being pregnant, um, I had a hundred and three uh, temperature the day I went to the thing. I'm telling you, throwing up, diarrhea. Me and Darrell were sharing a room. It was it, it, uh. this guy. He he, poor thing. Like he was just sweats. I was sweats. You know how a room, if you're stuck in yes, it, and you're yes. sick. Yes. It felt when you walked into it. It felt sick. The room felt sick. Like it an was infirmary. like that. Yeah, and they were telling us stay in your rooms, don't come out. And so my they would check our vitals every day. And so it was just it was like I don't know if that on top of being pregnant just made everything worse to me. Um because I was just like I like I said I saw other people throwing up. They had, you know, the runs like, you know, fever, Ugh. sweat, night sweats, can't sleep, all of that. And so I was just I was just, it was miserable. But And as if that environment isn't already emotionally and physically like draining enough on top mm -hmm. of that to be sick in it. That's what, that's what affected me the most early on in the game is obvious. I was ill. So I was spending a lot of time, like just not interacting with Justine even told me in the beginning, she's like, I thought you hated me. You didn't talk to me. I'm like <laughs> Justine, I would get up for 10 minutes a day. I would try and show face. And like, I just so people didn't realize how ill I was, but like the way it affected me mentally, because it's like, you just don't feel yourself. You know what I mean? And to be in that environment and to not feel yourself and to not be at your mental best when you need to, it's, it's you know, creates anxiety, makes you feel even worse than you already do. A hundred percent. And I remember you being like that because I would go to bed around the same time you would, and you would just be in bed at like, you'd eat dinner at like seven, you're already asleep. Like, and poor thing, like it would, 
people would be loud at night. Like it was just, and you can't sleep in the house. It's no. like, if you don't get to, and people are like the med, medical or whatever, medics or whatever, like just, you need to rest in fluid. How can I rest in this house? Like you in can't. this game? They don't get so, it. Yeah. No, nobody gets it. It's hard. But. Yeah, the medic's like, uh, you need the rest. No physical competition. Next day, we're dragging 700-pound <laughs> chains through sand. It's like, all right, does that Exactly. Count? No, oh, my God. Poor thing. Well, <sighs> you picked the right time to tap out because that friggin' roulette challenge looked absolutely terrifying. Yeah. <laughs> it did. It looked terrifying. I know that if, if I knew we were probably going down anyway. Like, I know I ain't that great with trivia. Um, but no, I, I was honestly, I, I love any challenge. I can't say, even if it's terrifying, I love it. I'm still so sad and still bummed that I walked away, but I have a beautiful baby on the way. So yeah, yeah, yeah. you're winning. <sighs> I'm winning. I think it was, Tro I think it was Troy who said it best when he's like, I would rather jump out of a plane than jump off of a building in a weird yeah. way. I feel I feel the same way. So after Justine and I got eliminated, we, you know, obviously we were, we were stuck there for a couple of days. We actually went and cruised around uh, downtown Cape Town the day that you guys were doing mm -hmm. that challenge. And we were on the top of Tabletop Mountain. And, you know, those binoculars, you can put a quarter in and you can like. Yeah. See. You show me the pictures. Yes. I'll actually <laughs> maybe I'll maybe we'll even post them on here. I could see. You guys standing on the roof with the challenge letters. I mean, you guys were really far away. And, and then we actually went. We're like, holy shit, they're up there. So we got in a cab and we watched the last round. And I think it was Jody and Venha falling. Yeah, no. And we were yeah. talking shit the entire way down. <laughs> I remember that because you guys told me at the hotel because I would always hear you and Justine. I think your guys' rooms are right next to each other. And then mine was across yours. So you guys would come back just lit, just loving life. And yeah. I was stuck in my room. So I would hear you in the hallway and I'm like, how is it? <laughs> so I'd get all the tea. Yeah. But well, no, no, we got all the tea. You were the one that filled us in on everything that was going on. Because that was the other thing is you were right. Tristan was on the verge of, you know, pull and shoot as well. Uh, mm -hmm. It seemed like, again, like you were saying, spicy Kellyanne didn't do a whole lot to, uh, you know, want him, him to stay. And it seemed like it was Kaz who actually talked him into mm -hmm. to, to not quitting. And thank God he didn't. I mean, they won the challenge that day. He's yeah. so smart, yo. Dude, I, that guy, I, and I knew it. Like he's, what was it? An orn, an orn, ornithologist? Yeah, yeah. He's the like. The shit that that guy got right. <laughs> he was, I've done trivia challenges where I felt like an idiot after. Like I remember one of them I got wrong was like, how many times has Kim Kardashian been married? I said two. Apparently she's been married three. Um, <laughs> I made a really boneheaded one. I didn't know there was corn in corn syrup. I obviously thought that they spoke Dutch in Australia. I but, heard that one. That's so funny, Johnny. I can't believe you thought that. <laughs> an ornithologist. And then he was like, what's the smallest city in the world? And somehow he knew it was Vatican City. Uh, without, I don't even know what Vatican City is. Where is Vatican City? It's the Vatican. It's in Rome, right? So that's okay. where like the Pope lives, I guess. And that's actually considered a country. Okay. Because we said, what's the smallest, not city in the yeah, world, yeah, country yeah. in the world. Country, yeah. So apparently Vatican City is its own country. Did uh, not know that. I need that. I need that guy's brain, man. He's Seriously. so smart. What the hell? Um, <laughs> then it seemed like after you left, do you think that you leaving, did that help or hurt Troy's game? Because it seemed like then once you left, he was then paired up with Casey, and then it just kind of made them an easy target? 
Do you feel like that? I mean, that's at least that's the way that it looked because then it seemed like everybody teamed yeah. up on on Casey and and Troy. Yeah, I do feel that way. And I like I think that's the one thing that I was just like, I felt like walking away because I knew where we stood with people and alliances and and like Darrell and stuff like that. And so I didn't know. And I remember even saying after I was like, you know, I was like, y'all watch out, out, you know, after each other as I was leaving. And I just looking back, I'm like, dang, they did the total opposite. They all were gunning for each other afterwards. But no, I didn't. I I, uh, I expected it. I just didn't know it was going to be that right away. Like so soon, like, were you surprised about the, the alliance that Darrell and yes, kind of made on the fly going into it? Cause this is the first time a lot of firsts. All right. This is the mm-hmm. first, as, as we had spoke about before seeing a, a pregnancy test in a, in an in a interview, <laughs> I've never seen them use the GoPro footage before we're going on a challenge of them. Cause usually they start rolling GoPros like 30 minutes before we do what we're supposed to do. And I'm yeah, like, why yeah. are they? And I guess they do that because they want to try and, and they actually caught a backdoor alliance taking place uh, between Darrell and yes, just prior to them going off the building. So was that something that after watching it, I mean, I'm assuming that Troy didn't know that that was taking place, but were you surprised that, that I guess Darrell, was trying to team up with yes and Emily over Troy and Casey. Yeah. I mean, I was, uh, I wasn't surprised because I know yes. And Darrell have that, that relationship and that friendship. And I can, I understand that and I respect that, but I think more so was more so surprised about the Kiki and Emily. Like, are they going to be working together now? I was like, what's going to happen from here? Because I know Kiki has, uh, you know, how she feels about her and Emily and their situation. So and I know Troy and Kiki are way like when we were working together, it was easy because I my allegiance was to Darrell, Troy and Kiki, their allegiance was to each other. So that would have been easy. But now being attached to Casey, yeah. um, since Troy's attached to Casey, I guess they didn't really know where Casey stood. Um, well, they kind of knew where her cards were, you know, and now they're like, OK, so Troy's probably jumped on board um, and we don't know where he stands. Um and honestly, I don't see it as a surprise because Darrell has more of a relationship with yes and he does Casey or uh, Troy. So, I mean, I can't, I don't blame him. You know, yeah. it's it's part of the game and it, it sucks to see like right when I left that that happened. But talk about a shuffling of the deck. Okay. You've now got, I'm out of the game. So there's a, a shiny object that people can no longer focus their <laughs> ire towards. You have Kellyanne and Tristan who by all intents and purposes, had they not won, probably been one of the teams nominated to go in winning. Right. And now again, you have all of it. It's basically like completely reshuffled the deck. So the vote I think goes down pretty much the way it's almost like we went, everyone's sitting here like, oh, we got to make big moves. We got to play a you know big game. We got to get rid of big people. And then they just go back to the the drawing board with uh, with Ben Ha and, and Jody, you know? And Jody, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is, uh, like, I didn't see, the thing is, is I didn't see them as a threat. You know no. what I mean? Like, if yeah. you're in, it's, at this point in the game, I'm just thinking, like, yeah, take out Bananas, take out Jordan, you know, take out the, these these people that are going to make it to a final and win. So, um, and it uh, seemed like, and it seemed like that was the overarching strategy 
I mean, we yeah. wanted different people in, but we obviously wanted to take out bigger teams. Like when I say we, I was like, you know, me and Tori, like we were obviously going for the bigger Aussie teams. And then the other part of Team USA, Sarah and Danny, it seemed like they wanted to take out big teams as well. So how it then went back to Jody and Ben Hot just seemed like everybody, you know, just completely scrapped those yeah. plans and they went out the window. And I don't know why. Like, I don't know why people start to, like, I mean, I've played like that so I can understand because it's just an easy name to say. But I feel like that, I don't know, that point of the game, it just isn't it. I don't know. You ain't making your lives any easier, put it that way. Um, yeah. Tori and Danny vote for themselves. I didn't realize you could do that. I didn't realize it either. I didn't, what was that about? <laughs> it's just a way to, it, again, it's just a way to like, not make a tough de- like to not make a tough decision and i'm like if there's if the numbers are already falling this way and if these people are already you know uh, you know in jeopardy of going in it's like if something's fallen give it a push as long as you're not the one that right. started it and i understand tory's um allegiance to casey but at the same time i mean if that's the way the votes were going and they were already going in then i mean you know just, just say that's and that's what i liked about kelly m because like when we were working together in the beginning and everyone kept out, she was like, vote for me. Don't wait. Don't. Yeah. Like, she was just like, you're going to show your cards or you're yep. going to, you know, do this. And she was like, it's not worth it. Um, so I like, I respect that. Like, but yeah, I would have voted it for, they're, they're going to understand. Hopefully Casey, you know, would understand. Um, but I don't know. I feel like Tori and Danny, they're in nominations. I was just ready every time. I was like, where's my popcorn? I can't wait to see what's going to happen this week or at this nomination. And I love how they turned, <laughs> they really did. They turned, it was a soap opera every time. It was. <laughs> and they edited it to look like that. It was amazing. The way that they, it, it was like so much drama so much unnecessary drama every single time. And that was the other thing that I guess I was a little confused about was like, it, it, it just seems like no matter what the situation is, they could just never get on the same page. It was like, whatever Danny wanted to do, it was like, Tori refused to do that. And whatever Tori wanted to do, Danny refused to do, even if it was yeah. better for both of their games. Right. They weren't seeing the bigger picture. Yeah. Like they were, they were just kind of just stuck on, I don't even know. It, it was, it was comical. Like yeah. it was like, because it was always the same thing. Every nomination. It, like I would think by at one point they'd be on the same page. It never happened. Never. Um, I wonder how that's going now. Like, I wonder how it all, how it all plans out or pans out. I mean, I, what you mean for the rest of the season? I'm curious to see how those do. Yeah, I am. Like, I'm really curious. Like I can't, I can't wait to see the rest of it. The elimination um, was a really interesting elimination. I think that was anybody's game, but again, I think uh, Troy and, and and Casey just had a better strategy. I think their communication was better. I do, however, like what Jody and Ben Ha did with creating a grid, numbers on one side, letters on the other. But yeah, at the end of the day, I think that 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 experience just showed and the fact that like Casey and Troy managed to stay as calm and cool collected in that elimination as they did, those are hard. Eliminations like that are very difficult because if you get one of those pieces out of place, if just one is wrong, your entire puzzle's messed up. Right. You have to like just go back and figure out where you went wrong and that's time wasted. So, it's better to take your time yeah. and be calm than to 
you know, be all over the place. But I think that's the thing I love about Troy, though. He is very, very calm. He's very like, oh, it's okay. Like, we're just here. We're having fun. It's like an excursion, like anything that we do. So that's infectious, man. Yeah, he's. I thought it was I thought it was so funny when Ben Hall was like, yeah, like I feel like Jody, uh, Ben and Casey came together. Um, They're just new partners. But who is it? What was it he said? He said, Casey speaks American and, and Troy speaks Australian. So I think, I think in his mind, he was thinking because of that, him and Jody had a, a better, a better opportunity to win the game. It was, but isn't it kind of the same? It it's is like the same language. I unbeknownst to me. Okay. Because I can't sit here <laughs> and, and, and be the, uh, you know, and, and, and be the uh, uh, expert on, you know, foreign spoken languages because I thought right. they spoke Dutch. But yeah, according to <laughs> TJ, English is the spoken language in Australia. So actually, Australian is English. But right. I just thought it was so funny. I love Ben Ha, though. Like He's when he said that, I was like, He's in his heart, it was just in the right place. And I don't know. But when I, I heard that, I was laughing so hard. I was like, Ben Ha, it's the same language. You know, some people I feel like are just too kind and too nice yeah. to be on the challenge. I feel like that's Ben Ha. Like he just was the entire season. He just didn't want to play a dirty game and he wanted to be mm-hmm. a good guy. And I'm just like, man, you are in you're in the wrong place. And he dude. loves his country. Yeah. Argentina. Oh. He loves this country. Oh, I love it though. I'm here for it. All right. So um, you're out of the game now. You're on to uh bigger and better things. We got a baby on, we got a baby on the way. Good luck uh, with everything. I'm, I'm so happy for the two of you. Um, And yeah, I mean, like I said, my, you know, you've, you've, uh, you've done something that very few people can say that they've done in the past. And that is actually compete with a child on the challenge. So hats off to you. Thank you so much. Yes. I'm going to pop, pop this baby out though. And I'll be back. So hopefully I'll be back for 40. I'm, I'm hoping. All right. <laughs> I'm going to hold you to that. I'm going to hold you to that. I need that money. I need that bag now. Yep. And you know what? But no. Here's what we can do for 40. Maybe the, maybe they'll let us both bring our maybe they'll let us both bring our babies on. All right. I'm bring this little guy to right. always to have that baby with you next next time we do a season together. Please bring that baby. All right. He'll, he'll be a little there. bananas. All right. I love you so much. Um, safe travels, traveling to wherever you're traveling to. Love you too. Again, thank you for stopping by the Death Taxes and Bananas podcast, where the tea flows like wine. And my guests instinctively flock like the salmon of Capistrano. I'm Oprah, and we love you. Love you all too. Bye.